Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting Pops on the River, an outdoor concert experience with songs from the Eagles featuring the Seven Bridges Band and the entire symphony. June 1st at McGrath Amphitheater. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Tuesday. It is the 8th of November. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Today is Election Day, and polls will be open in Iowa from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Voters will need to bring a form of ID. For most, that's an Iowa driver's license or state ID. Those who moved recently or need to register should also bring proof of residence, like a utility bill. Iowans who are not registered can register to vote at their polling place today. Iowa Secretary of State Paul Pate shared voting information at a recent news conference. Go to voterready.iowa.gov for any information you might need. You can double check your polling place because some of those have changed due to redistricting. You can also check and track your absentee ballot to make sure it's been received and back in the auditor's hand by going to that site. Voters who still have an absentee ballot at home must return it to their county auditor or election office by 8 p.m. today. It's too late to put a ballot in the mail. The other option is turning in your absentee ballot at your polling place and then voting in person instead. Meanwhile, the number of Iowans voting early this year appears to be down across the board. As of yesterday, we'll get the details from IPR's Zachary Oren-Smith. Travis Wipert is the auditor of Johnson County, Iowa's fourth largest county. Elections, he said, are hard to gauge in any year, but particularly in light of the clear drop in Iowans voting with absentee ballots. This, to me, seems like one of the strangest elections I've had to deal with. You just look at the low turnout, the percentages of each party... I I really don't know. An IPR analysis found that the number of absentee ballots the state received as of Monday is nearly 40 percent lower than the total number of absentee ballots that were received for the 2018 midterms. This was true across counties and congressional districts as well as amongst registered Republicans and Democrats. Iowans will vote for governor, U.S. Senate, and other congressional and statehouse candidates. And they'll also decide whether to add a right to keep and bear arms into the state constitution. The move would make it more difficult to pass gun restrictions and easier to strike down existing gun laws. If the amendment passes, Iowa would join Alabama, Louisiana, and Missouri with constitutional language that requires courts to use what's called strict scrutiny when considering gun restrictions. Republican lawmakers began about four years ago to seek a constitutional amendment, which requires approval by two separately elected legislative assemblies. They passed the language in 2019 and 2021 to get the measure on this year's general election ballot. Tomorrow, the Supreme Court will hear arguments challenging the constitutionality of the Indian Child Welfare Act, which protects Native children from being forcibly removed from their family and tribe. IPR's Kendall Crawford tells us Iowa's indigenous communities are bracing for the impact of a potential overturning of the 1978 law. Before the law, around a fourth of indigenous children were taken from their families by state child welfare agencies. Of those, 85 percent ended up in non-native homes. ICWA, as it's known, was set to combat this by requiring agencies to work with tribes to find a home with native relatives. Great Plains Action Society Representation Director Jessica Ingleking says its reversal would undo decades of work to protect Native children. I am I'm absolutely terrified for going back to a time where our children were just stolen with impunity, more so than they are now. Opponents of ICWA say the law discriminates based on race. Iowa Attorney General Tom Miller filed an amicus brief urging the court to reject the challenges. 
And the Iowa Department of Agriculture has announced two more cases of bird flu. A flock of approximately one million commercial layer chickens in Wright County has been hit by highly pathogenic avian influenza. The virus also struck a backyard flock of 17 birds in Louisa County. A spokesman says the Louisa County flock has been destroyed while depopulation is ongoing for the Wright County commercial flock. In a statement, Iowa Agriculture Secretary Mike Nag cautions that wild birds migration is expected to continue. Waterfowl like ducks and geese can carry the virus and shed it through their saliva or excrement. Nag says backyard flocks owners and poultry producers can protect their flocks by strengthening their biosecurity. This means the things they do to keep germs and diseases off of their farms. And just one more reminder, it is Election Day today. Be sure to tune in for election coverage from IPR and NPR this evening. Beginning at 7 o'clock, we'll have reporters across Iowa to bring you results with analysis from political scientist Donna Hoffman from the University of Northern Iowa. And NPR will provide results and analysis of pivotal races around the country. You can join host Ben Kiefer for election night coverage beginning at 7 o'clock from IPR News. And don't forget, you can also check out our voter guide at IPR.org. And you can get the results tomorrow morning on Here First, which you can find wherever you subscribe to podcasts. I'm Clay Masters. Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network.